Hello, this is Lionel Bailey. Thank you so much for listening once again to the next Evolution podcast. I am so grateful that you have decided to spend time listening to this episode about religion versus spirituality. You know as well as I do that the world is shifting. Church attendance is declining, but people are steadily talking about spirituality. So this episode is geared on giving us a better understanding of what the current spiritual climate is shifting toward here in in the United States and around the world. So thank you so much for listening and welcome to the next evolution. war. Now the question you're asking yourself is, chaps, why does that matter? Well, I think it matters for a number of reasons. Um, consciousness is shifting. Right? Here, here's, here's how I want to lay the ground. Consciousness is shifting. The way people are seeing how human relationships interact with each other how institutions support human interactions is changing. And so I want to invite you to come into the room to have this conversation with me. Quick reset. Again, this is Chaplain Bailey coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. It is seven o'clock on the, sorry, it's eight o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the uh, Central Standard Time. And it is 11 o'clock or almost, you know, moving later, even on the West, I'm sorry, the East Coast. So I'm dropping this line title tonight, and I want you to come into the room and talk with me about this. Are we in the midst of a religious war? What do you mean? Spirituality, religion is changing. The way people are talking about religion today is not the same as they had 30, 40, 50 years ago, even 10 years ago. The environment is changing and I want to invite you to come in and chat with me about this con- about this uh, title, about the situation that we're in. I'm looking at I have the news right now. I'm looking at Ukraine. Obviously, what's happening over there, our prayers and thoughts with people as they are going through a war. And this is a war. And I just want to remind everyone out there. Just because we are seeing the physical signs of war and people are experiencing real life situations and physical tragedy. All of these real life circumstances and signs, I think are a result of a bigger problem that's happening, a bigger transition that's happening in the world that people are not seeing Religion, human interaction, community, how we relate to each other. The same as that we've seen over the past 20 years or the past 10 years. And today with someone in my office counseling them, helping them to work through therapy, 
I've been helping him for quite some time. And as I sat talking to this individual, he made a statement to me that shook my mind. Now, this individual has been involved in religious circles for all of his life. His religious roots run back to three generations. And he made a comment to me. Here's here's what his comment was. He said, in my religious text, there's a scripture verse. There's a verse that says, as man is, God once was. And I asked him, I said, do you really believe that? He said, oh, yeah, I really do believe that. And he was a younger man. And he said, most of the people who are in my circle believe this. This is just the way things are right now. I said, the way things are. So now I'm talking to you who grew up in a religious circle. And he's saying things to me that sounds very much like new thought movement. Sounds very much like, watch this, manifestation. Now listen to what this, again, I'm going to say it again. He said, as man is, God once was. And I'm like, well, what in the world is going on here? (laughs) Okay. All right. Secondly, now, mind you, even this, either there's two things happening here. Either the universe is speaking to me specifically to confirm to me that what I'm believing and thinking is exactly the way things are going. Or I'm crazy. But, but here's, here's the deal. Listen to me carefully, y'all. This is important. It's important because there's something happening in our world. I'm saying globally, something is happening in our world. So as I begin to have this conversation with him, you know, I'm, I'm, after we finish our conversation, our counseling session, I leave and I'm, I'm thinking about what he said. I just finished a, uh, I was on a Facebook live tonight and I was listening to someone talk and they were essentially saying the same thing. They were talking about how Religion is changing. Now, when I come on the Wisdom app and I have conversations with people about religion and spirituality, which are two of my main subjects, that's mostly what I'm going to talk about at least 90% of the time that you hear my Wisdom app, that you come to my podcast, Next Evolution Podcast. I have guests come on who have very different religious backgrounds. Maybe they've had the same religious tradition that I shared at some point, but shifted from that and began to believe something different. So I asked them a lot of questions. That's the whole premise of next evolution. That's what the word means. It's not N-E-X-T, but N-E-X evolution spelled out. N-E-X evolution spelled out. And so when I have these conversations, I'm asking my guests these particular Uh, questions about how they arrived at the juncture where they begin to say, I am spiritual, but not religious. And here's the point I want to make here with this particular thing. Number one, I think the the universe is forcing people in the world to pursue spirituality over religion. Hear me carefully when I say that. 
I think the universe is forcing people to pursue spirituality over religion. And here's why I make this point clear. Religion has taken a, a, a major, uh, uh, has been um, accused of a lot of the ills that we have in our world. Historically, we can go all the way back to the Crusaders movement. We can go back to the Re- Protestant Reformation, right, where you had Martin Luther decided that they were going to pro- uh, protest. Protestant is actually protestant. They protested against the Catholic Church. Back then, religious institutions had a lot of wielded a lot of power, right? So I don't want to get go down the rabbit hole of history, but it's important that you understand that Religious organizations throughout the world have always been at the front end of social unrest. (laughs) Okay, case in point, for those of you who are Christians, who are listening to me, Jesus, when he, during his time on earth, according according to the Bible and other text, right, ancient text, There's not many of them, by the way. Jesus was living during a time when his country was being occupied by a world superpower. And that world superpower was Rome. And that world superpower had absolute carte blanche on everything. God wasn't God. Caesar was God. Was because them, the God of Israel was the only God. Here, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. There's only one God. There's no other God. And the presence of God dwells in the temple. Right? The temple was the main centering place of life in a Judaic Christian, I'm sorry, in a Judaic community during the first century and beyond, and, and prior to that. And so when, when Rome occupied Jerusalem, they totally define, totally define and, and, and set up their own gods and goddesses. They deframed the Jerusalem temple that was actually, destor- dest- actually destroyed in 70 AD, right? Jesus grew up doing, Jesus grew up doing that social unrest. People who Jesus was attached to part of his culture were expecting a king to come about to deliver the people from human unrest. It wasn't a spiritual conversation, y'all. Hear me carefully. It was all about the social unrest. When they talked about a king or the kingdom of God, they weren't talking about something in heaven. They were talking about righteousness dwelling in their geographical location. See, that's why when people start talking to me about the kingdom of God and they go off into this spiritual thing, I, they lose me because you haven't done your research. You don't know what you're talking about. And I don't tell people that, you know, because I love people. People are awesome. <laughs> right. But sometimes people don't know what they don't know. That when Jesus was uh, on the scene, he lived and ministered during a time of social unrest. And what he said during that time was totally revolutionary to a lot of people. To some people, it wasn't, right? Because there were many messiahs that came along during this time. I digress. 
But here's what I wanted to say. Jesus came during a time of social unrest, meaning that the religious order of his day were equally responsible for his crucifixion. And all throughout our world, even to this day, Jesus is considered one of the greatest teachers of mankind to help us to understand what it means to be human. Right. You can look at Jesus. You can look at you. Could, OK. OK. We could talk about Muhammad. We can talk about Buddha. Right. We can go down the line and watch this. No particular religion owns the divine. No religion owns the divine. Let me put that out there. Right. Jesus was a great teacher as as we have had many teachers today, as we have had many teachers throughout history. Jesus was a great human teacher teaching us the way of the universe, right? Teaching us the way forward. How do we live in a world where there's peace and not maybe not total peace, but people are able to get along and we can create and build a human society where people can flourish, right? Where, where we understand the truth that, and the reality that, um, no man is an island unto himself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Every man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. So never sin to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. No one is an island unto himself. What you do to others affects everyone else indirectly. What you do to someone directly affects everyone else indirectly. Jesus was this kind of teacher. Some people call that the law of karma. In the scripture, uh, Christian scriptures, they call it the golden rule. You see, it's the same thing, same principle, same idea that the universe has sent us these teachers, these great teachers throughout history to help us un to understand this. And I'm not going to go into great detail about that, but here's what you need to get here. That within every one of these major teachers that stepped on the planet they came during a time of change where the universe or the cosmos was going through a shift our world is going through a shift and if you guys haven't figured out right now that what's happening in our world is a shift and people are saying to me over and over i hear it on so many different platforms i hear it in conversations people are not talking about religion they're talking about spirituality now, why are people talking about spirituality and not religion? It's almost as, as if religion has been the major barrier that keeps people from the divine. Now, I'm not saying that religious communities are not helpful. I'm not saying that there is not great value in you going to a religious community. But you guys know as well as I do. That a lot of religions community has the have and have nots, <laughs> right? There are people who can come and people who cannot come. And maybe you, you didn't grow up in a religious circle. Maybe you didn't grow up religious at all. And that's fine. It's, this conversation is not specifically about religion um, as much as, as it is about the cultural shift that's happening as it relates to religion. A lot of the, the wars that have happened throughout our world have religion as the backbone of their energy. Are you hearing me? <laughs> right? A lot, a lot of the, the major world wars that have um, plagued our world were energized by religious belief systems. 
This is why it's important. And you can't tell me what's happening in Ukraine right now. I'm not saying it's about religion. Don't don't misunderstand me. But there's a general idea. Right. Some people would call it manifest destiny. (laughs) That's a religious idea. Some people would call it humanism. Right. There's a central idea that by which people operate by. Right. Um, When you if you're if you are in a relationship, by way of example, if you're in a relationship, you have certain methods and modes and ways by which you function in relationship to your partner. If you have a home together, you have certain ways that you function, right? There's certain presuppositions by which you live within that home space, right? Those presuppositions were handed down to you by someone else. And you caught that information either implicitly or explicitly. They explained it to you or you watch by observation and then you begin to repeat the things that you learn. The same is true when it comes to uh, religious perspectives and how worlds function, right? I'm talking about understanding how the world functions from a 50,000 feet viewpoint, point of view, right? Everything that we do, everything that you see happening in the world right now is a gradual process based on presuppositions that were, that were placed behind the belief system that ignited one's activity. Same thing is true by way of another example. As a person thinks, it leads to their actions. This is why I always talk to people about the way you think. Number one, you have to believe. First and foremost, you have to believe in God and believe in yourself. Believe that what you have, believe that you can do anything. That's first and foremost. So I always talk about the thought pattern. This is what I talked to an individual about today. Your thought pattern leads to your actions. Watch this. The what you see on the screen today in the news is a result of thought patterns and ways of being, right? Ways of being that ignites people, activities, and reasons why they do, or countries do, governments do the things that they do. Here's what I'm, I want to get over to you that's vitally important. What we are seeing in our world today has a lot to do with how people see power. How do you wield power? How, what, what do you do when you have power is that you begin to create things in the image that you think it ought to be. Are you following? What's happening in our world right now is there's a conscious shift toward divinity. And I think what we're starting to see is that the powers that be, the way that the world has functioned is coming head to head with the consciousness that is happening in our global society. I think that's what's happening. Now, I'm, 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 um, I know that may sound weird to a lot of you, but I totally believe that what we see, uh, the reality is it goes far beyond what we can see. How, how about that? Listen to this interview I did with a friend by the name of John as he describes his experience with religion and spirituality. I myself grew up, um, we were Jehovah's Witnesses very early. They're very high 
um, very um, deep into the Bible readings. They've got their own take on it. And um, I just thought I drifted away from Christianity. You know, when, when she changed churches, I drifted, I drifted away from it. I wouldn't say drifted away from like what I was taught as far as manners and respect and things of that nature. But a lot of the things just didn't make sense to me. And one of the reasons why is because of spirituality. I started learning about other religions. I started learning about Judaism. I started learning about Buddhism. I started right. learning about them, you know, Islam. And it seemed to be like there were a lot of coincidences and there were a lot of the same spiritual feelings there if you really were if you really were looking for them. And I picked up on what you were picking what you're picking up on now back then, which is simply that it didn't really matter the religion, it mattered the spirit of the person, the spirituality of the person and the individual. There's good and bad people in every religion. Right. But there's so many bad things that comes along with churches that has nothing to do with the spirituality. I've sat down and I'm going to cut through business when it comes to real estate. And some of the worst people that I've met in real estate carry titles like reverend and pastor. You know, the stuff that they the stuff that they do to people. And I look at them and I know in my spirit and in my heart that those people aren't more spiritual and aren't closer to God than I am. Because of how they behave and the things that they do, you can't treat people that way and then claim and then hide behind the Bible right. or hide behind the Quran. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of people are picking up on that spirituality and it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. I wouldn't say it's a movement, but it's a, it's definitely a vibe that I'm, I'm sensing more. John is not alone in the way he views religion and spirituality. Here you have an individual who had grown up faithful to his religious perspective, but began to realize that through time, circumstance, and experience, that there was something else happening in our global culture as it relates to religion and spirituality. In other words, there's a great shift happening. And if we don't recognize that this shift is, is happening, then we will be left behind the curve of what God is trying to do, what the universe is trying to do with our world today. What we can learn from our experience is that there's a universal shift happening and people are not satisfied with the spiritual or religious status quo. But individuals are interested Communities are interested and the world needs a spirituality that is deeply authentic to the individual personality, but it is also life changing. It helps communities, rebuilds communities, brings people together from all different walks of life and causes the best of human personality to surface rather than the worst. And that's what the next evolution podcast is all about. It's about creating a community of people that even though we come from different places and different spaces, and even though our doctrinal positions may not be airtight, but that our human experiences matter. That what matters more than anything, a constant in any religion, is that we learn how to treat others the way we want to be treated. And with this process, we can begin to create a better world.
for everyone. So once again, thank you for listening to the next evolution podcast. Thank you for supporting us. Please feel free to go to Apple podcast, Spotify podcast, and even our next evolution podcast website and support what we're trying to do. So once again, thank you for listening to the next evolution podcast. This is Lionel Bailey, your host, and I look forward to talking to you and sharing with you all the wisdom and insight we've gained in the near future. Take care of yourself. We'll talk soon.